support you guys and thank you so much for being so generous with handing out this podcast to anybody that needs it go ahead and send it to them and share it that would be wonderful if you can review it as well that would be great so it can get into other people's hands and and uh, it's a good deed so thank you so much if if you guys are doing that wonderful thank you keep going i really appreciate it all right so today is is kind of an interesting episode because it is an episode about a lady that I'm going to call L, and L is one of our listeners. L was kind enough and generous enough to allow her story to be told today, and I'm going to do this as respectfully as I can, and also I want to maintain her anonymity, of course, because anybody that sends me anything, I'm very big on anonymity, very big, okay? I mean, it's life and death kind of thing, not because I'm a therapist, but because I'm a therapist who worked in prisons, and if I didn't keep a secret, I would not have survived as long as I did (laughs) in prison working as a mental health provider, right? So I take that seriously. My confidentiality is life and death to me, so I want to make sure that I can maintain that and do her story justice, so we are going to do that tonight. (laughs) All right, so let's start with telling Elle's story. Uh, even reading it, this is very, it's, it's more common that people go through this, so Elle, you're not alone. I deal with many men and women that have gone through this, and um, it is a real thing, but uh, this, is, this is her story. She grew up with a mom that was addicted to methamphetamine for most of her childhood, and Mom also had a personality disorder known as borderline personality. But what I only thing I need I need you guys to know about that is that because of that, she tended to be uh, chasing probably relationships. Even though Elle did not give me that, I'm gonna say that priority for her was chasing relationships and chasing her own needs and never la- wanting to let people go or relationships, boyfriends husbands go and so she would probably have attempted to threaten suicide or do very extreme gestures to keep these people in her life because she had a fear of abandonment so being addicted to methamphetamine and adding a borderline personality disorder really did not help Elle growing up because Elle was placed in a reversed role meaning that she became the parent And of course, Elle does not have the experience as a child to become a parent and make parental decisions, but I'm assuming she took on that role. She was helping pick up her mom when mom fell apart. Uh, And I'm assuming because of that, based on her story and what she wrote me, that she missed the majority of her childhood. And it is very traumatizing to probably even think about how a little girl uh, would be just helpless and at times homeless neglected by others and according to Elle's story her mom consistently attempted to overdose and commit suicide however she was obviously revived and brought back and 
blamed her daughter for the overdose. Now, this is this is really all very traumatizing, as you can only imagine, that this uh, young lady, Elle, is going to really have a lot of stuff to work through. The good news is that she does have support in a clinical sense, and that's good that she needs to keep doing that, which is wonderful. The thing that I want to point out here, too, is that her mom has been sober in the past few, it's a bit past few years, I'm going to say. Not too long in the world of sobriety, but it's something. Um, for whatever reason, she decided to, to stop the addiction after many, many years. But what's interesting about Elle, that she happens to be in conflict with, is that she feels attached to her mother, and she is not understanding why, that after her mother doing all that to her growing up, why would I still want to be with my mom? Why do I still want her approval or her validation? Why? Which is a pretty important question and probably very realistic. But even to, before I even start there, I want to first explain to Elle and to many people out there that have had parents that are addicts. You growing up in this chaos, a child really cannot compare it to anything else that they've known. They don't know the difference. That's why children are highly resilient. They learn to adapt quickly because they have nothing to compare it to or nothing to say, you know, I'm losing out on something, I'm missing out on something. So usually they'll do the best that they can to survive. It is not unusual for our anger and resentment towards our parents to show up later because at that point we are currently, as adults, have more control over our lives. We are safe and now we have time to think about stuff freely. Back then, as children, of course, going through this highly traumatic, chaotic experience, we are just in self-preservation mode. I'm just trying to survive the night. I want to know where I'm going to end up or what my mom is going to look like when she comes to that door, if my mom's going to keep a job, if I'm going to be out on the streets again, if I'm going to be able to go to school today, if I'm going to be able to wash my clothes or take a shower somewhere or I'm going to be living or sleeping in a strange place. I've never been with a bunch of other strangers in a shelter. I mean, you can only imagine what this child would have gone through throughout her childhood. And I'm going to say she's quite resilient to do that. So L, first thing, don't take it lightly that you have survived something, something so significant. And there's a lot in you that's capable. And even when I was reading your email, I could feel that you did not trust yourself to go about forgiving yourself and forgiving her, really, for what has happened. It's kind of a conflicting situation you got going on, Elle, because what you want is a relationship with mom, but at the same time, how can I want a relationship with mom when she's done all this to me? And we're going to get to how we're going to have, we're going we're gonna to accomplish that, but doing the work within is really what you're asking here. So addicts are narcissists, basically. They're narcissists that have not found any treatment yet when they're in their addiction. Why I say that is because they're chasing the high. Everything becomes about the drug. And it becomes about finding the drug, keeping the drug, finding ways to get the drug. And unfortunately, you, L, have been exposed to that high level of chaos and instability. This is quite unfortunate and definitely there's not enough, oh man, as a mother, as a mother, there's not enough 
sorries to ever tell her child for that. There's no, I mean, hell, not enough sorries, I can tell you that, for what I had put you through. And not enough sorries to ever take the pain and the hurt of what you've experienced because of my inability to make you a priority. That's rough. That's rough to hear for me as a child of an addict as well as me as a parent and what I could have done and what I've probably held shame within myself about and have not confronted properly. So addiction is all about a selfish act. It's a selfish task. You were not supposed to understand this as a child. So you saw it and you thought, well, we think as children, adults are God. And because they're God, they don't, they don't do anything wrong. So it must be me that's been doing all this wrong stuff. You're not doing this consciously, friend, but you have nothing to compare it to as a kid. So you're probably thinking, it must be me really that's doing all this stuff to my mom when in fact it is not the case at all. Mom was selfishly seeking her own needs first, they were priority, and her, her addiction. And she neglected you. Unfortunately, that is the nature of addiction, is that nothing else matters. I can understand that on a personal level. Nothing else matters. It is only my needs. This almost becomes my God. This addiction becomes everything to me. And everything that I want to keep, I want to feel and chase, and it just means everything. And so mom, probably as an addict, emotionally stunted herself. She's unable to deal with emotions properly. So of course, that's what how addicts behave. They, they behave impulsively. They behave, I mean, their judgment is pretty poor. It's... It makes sense, right? That's what addicts do. They're undependable. They're unreliable people. That's a pretty important thing to note. All this stuff is not unusual. All this is not a justification, but it is basically a pretty accurate information here about addicts. And I want to make sure I relate to L that this is just this. They're sick. The addiction is a sickness, and. In no way, again, I'm justifying that person's behavior, but I need you to understand it. I need you to understand it, L. You need to know that this had nothing to do with you. That this is a high-level, uh, intense urge, craving that you, as a child, could have never stopped. You could never tell an alcoholic or an addict to stop and them do it <laughs> they do it when they are ready to do it unfortunately for you this was a few years ago it was not when she really needed to do it and I get it I get it now you can hold this grudge you're allowed to hold it you're allowed to feel the way you want to feel and I know from reading your email that you don't like that feeling of holding that grudge you don't like it doesn't sit right with you and I get why that wouldn't sit right with you because as a person who's highly self-aware and I've done a lot of work on themselves it almost seems like a hangnail like it's going to irritate you it's going to it this is just irritating you and it's not upping the quality of your life you want to do all this stuff but you still want the past to be undone and what I why I say that is because 
you asked a specific question and let me read it for everybody here that's listening she wanted me to talk about why is she still needing her mother why does she still need the nurture and this is a strong conditioning that Elle has somewhere during her childhood she did a lot of stuff she did a lot of stuff that her mom probably asked her to do and she did a lot of stuff to please mom and to help take care of mom's emotions and mom's emotions became priority for her it was a toxic codependent relationship between mom and daughter and and uh, the, the emotions that were the most important emotions in that household was mom's emotions and Elle spent her childhood attempting to fix mom's emotions however that was that's why she was even blamed unfortunately for mom overdosing which is a false <laughs> unrealistic we know it's disneyland when we say that we need to blame a child for the way i do my drugs and the way i overdose and deal with life and and cope i cannot blame my child for that and i get it i get it right and you know i know deep down inside you get it too but the conflict now starts to become is I want something from mom. Why do I want something from mom? Why does mom still hold that power? So going back to the things that you were always doing for her, you were really doing them, whether we know it consciously or subconsciously, we were doing them to hopefully one day get the mom that we want the mom that we saw other kids have we wanted that mom we wanted the peaks of mom that we saw that were so nurturing and then unfortunately had to be taken away because mom couldn't keep this attention on me she had to keep it on her own needs and so I, this is a continuous loss for for this child right so l now probably is attached to a false fantasy false memory is the best way to say it a false memory that somewhere in there she somehow could have fixed something in her life enough to please her mom that maybe if she just did something right one time she would please her mom and it's false l it's false there's nothing you could have done any different there's nothing you could do more now of that will get you somehow to be nurtured in any way different from what it was before. I think that it's great that mom is going through sobriety, but in no way do I want your expectations to one co to come back to that childhood fantasy that mom is going to somehow be anything different. I know rationally we say it to other people, yeah, I know, I know that my mom will never be the mom I, I, can, mom I want her to be, and I cannot go back. I can't go back and change her. She cannot go back and change it. That, that is impossible. That's not going to happen. But my subconscious brain does not believe that. My subconscious brain still reacts the way it's been conditioned as in childhood uh, that when I see mom, somehow I have to ask how she's doing, how she's feeling, what her emotional needs or emotional status is, and I have to perform and perform and perform again in hopes to someday be worthy of whatever nurture I think she's holding out on but I'm here to give you this information mom 
did not have the ability to nurture then and she probably may not have it now if she's making attempts that's wonderful that's great and I know that you're struggling with allowing that allowing the acceptance of mom as she is right now at mom as she is without changing anything because I have to accept her as she is now you as an adult have more power over your own self victimization and helplessness you have power over that l you can go out there and you can do and feel whatever you like to do feel think you can you, you have power over that today nobody's manipulating that today for you like mom was before and so you're free but you still have not experienced the freedom we have to unlock this need to for mom to, to do something else different because it's placing pressure on you subconsciously that you gotta perform in some way and of course I'm not gonna like being around her when I still think I need something from her but she keeps disappointing me this relationship will be very difficult between you and her now as she is sober and you want her to be definitely something she's not she she cannot undo the past and she cannot learn how to do what you want her to do very fast so when people say I accept that I've that I gotta forgive her I accept that mom did all that stuff in the past I don't think that's what acceptance is because if you've accepted it in any form then I wouldn't go back to it and the information that my past has has would not harm me in any way it would not be offensive to me it would not hurt my feelings if I pull out my past it would not be any harm to me but that's not the case when you pull out your past L it is it hurts you it hurts you and it may not be the best place for you to be emotionally speaking it's a continued inner struggle so the first thing I'm going to recommend is to do the acceptance work that you were, you were really dealt the worst cards of all a mom that was emotionally unavailable an addict mom who was so deep into her addiction she forgot she has a little duckling trailing after her and you cannot undo that and we're not trying to forget that story we're trying to recall it because it is what makes your resiliency so special because you actually had to put it into practice as a child if anything you need to know and be sure about when it comes to your past and yourself is that you are capable of withstanding incredible challenges without losing a positive perspective such as healing when you emailed me your email it was about how do I heal not how do I keep hating her and using that anger as a motivation of some kind you don't want that anymore that is and that is evidence of resiliency that you want to change your perspective about mom so that even the perspective no longer hurts you which is what is hurting you mom is not physically abusive mom is not neglecting you or keeping you homeless at this time but yet I'm still hating her like it, it it's it she's doing it now and that I feel helpless to her because I need something from her but this is the thing accepting meaning means accepting I don't accept with conditions I don't accept the sunny days alone I have to accept the rainy and the sunny days they're both 
part of the world I live in. So my past must be accepted. It's without conditions. That means I have to get to that point and I have to work on it consistently. Meaning that every time I experience anger or resentment towards my mom, I gotta accept. I gotta go to accepting that mom cannot cannot change the past. She did not have the skills then to give me what I wanted. And she did not withhold them because I was less than or did not appear worthy to her. That is not why she was not able to give you the nurturing you needed. So that's why I had to really define alcoholism or addiction to you. It's because it is a whole beast that when you are an addict, you really will forget and you really will not take anything else as a priority. So again, not a justification. It is, it is what it is. Okay, going back to accepting. Accepting means accepting. And we just got to keep doing it. It's a gradual thing. I cannot eliminate anything. I have to just remember what is what is and what cannot be changed but that does not mean that you cannot have a relationship with your mom right now that's emotionally safe for you all that would mean is that you have to make yourself emotionally safe around your mom by not investing fully in the fantasy in the false memory you're investing in a false memory she cannot perform to that standard she will never be able to perform to that standard because she's already done what she's done in your mind. So living that fantasy or having that expectation and fully investing that, yes, I'm just going to fully emotionally invest in this idea that she will give me something back the way I want it is going to really hurt every time. You're going to be disappointed, L, every time. You won't like it. It's like betting on a losing horse in a race that you know darn well has a history of failing of coming in last (laughs) and you know that you're just this you're like this one time i'm gonna feed this horse right i'm gonna pet and brush his hair and this time this horse will run for me better but in reality the horse is still the same all you did was just brush out their hair that's it and maybe gave him some good food so their stomach is full but on the inside they have not done the work they needed to do yet and so I cannot fully invest in that person because they don't perform they will not win that race so let's set you up to success on the inside and set you up to safety on the inside by accepting mom is a mess and it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with what I did or did not do. And I have to keep saying that to myself and proving it to myself that I had nothing to do with mom's response to her life, with the way she coped and the way she lived. I had no say in it. And you have to go against years and years of training in your mind and and messages in your mind that say the opposite, that say somehow you just didn't do enough. And that's what mom was unfortunately reinforcing in your mind to begin with is that you're in charge of her feelings and you just didn't do enough. And that's why I committed suicide. That's why I did all of that. That childish brain unfortunately did what a child would do. It made this unfortunately about them. They did not have the ability to do the perspective taking needed that an adult can do. That an adult that knows different. And today, L, you know different. 
but yet you're still using that child logic. We need to adultify the logic now that we use with our parents. They're not flawless, they are very flawed, and they will disappoint you if they are toxic and they've been toxic before. It doesn't mean that mom cannot change, and it doesn't mean that it's not possible that she can give you the nurture that you would want, but that is not a priority for you anymore. That means the priority with you to stay safe with mom around is to not need anything from her anymore, emotionally speaking. I don't need her to fulfill anything, to pay up emotionally. I need to go to acceptance real quick on the fact that she cannot perform. Even if I wanted her to, even if I begged her to, she cannot perform the way she would, that you would want her to perform consistently. She doesn't have the capabilities or the skill level to do that. She does not. So I don't want you to emotionally set yourself up for failure. I want you to be ready. I want you to be around her and not get disappointed. So let's get rid of the old way of believing that my mom needs to be this way and needs to be that way. Start off fresh with mom, meaning that allow her to show you who she is right now as she is changing. And kind of hold back your expectations of the old way of what you wanted. And the reason why I say that is because at least now you're going to get something from her. It may not be to your expectations, but if we remove those expectations, then at least you can have a relationship with her uh, that is at least something instead of this continued conflict and your need to make her something that she cannot show you. And this is tricky. I know. It's like, well, what do you want me to do? Not not expect anything from her? Not at all. That's, that's not what I... You still have your boundaries, Elle. You will always have your boundaries. I never want them to change. That's why I think with boundaries, you can have a relationship with her that may not resemble like anything that you fantasize about or have wanted, but it's whatever that relationship is at now. Accept and allow love in. Don't worry about needing it to be, to need it to look a certain way. Don't worry about that. Just allow love to come in. However strange it looks <laughs> with mom, allow it to come in. As long as you have your boundaries, you know that you can keep yourself in an emotionally safe place where you don't lose yourself in that relationship and you don't go back to old ways of thinking and expecting things from mom that she cannot perform. I need you to start a relationship and meet mom where she's at and you're much more self-aware and you have much more power because you are self-aware and insightful and have done your inside work so you can go to places maybe mom still has a long way to go. Mom probably is still emotionally immature because she's trying to catch up for all the years that we've been doing drugs and have not been able to emotionally grow. So you as a person who have done a lot of work, you're able to reflect within and to help yourself reduce the level of expectation that I have of my mom to be something other than what she is right now. Keep your mind in the present moment. Allow mom to love you the way she knows how right now. But please understand that if she does not know how to do it properly, I need you to understand your boundary. So that means if mom is still toxic and she's still blaming you for things that are not yours, 
to own. Go ahead and maintain the appropriate boundary, whatever you think that is to keep you emotionally safe. And I can't tell you what that is. So you'd have to determine what that is for you. Also, you did ask a question about whether your mom needs to be forgiven. And that if somehow you forgave her, would she be able to learn her lessons from that? You're not in charge of that, L. You're not in charge of the lessons that anybody gets to learn to do. However, you are a tool that can be used when you're in alignment with you. You are a tool that can be used to teach a beautiful lesson. But the lesson doesn't look like what we think it does. So don't worry about our human self trying to figure out what that lesson that we need to teach is. On your end, what do you feel is the right thing to do with your mom? What sits right with you when dealing with mom? Forgiveness, my friend, is a radical concept. I always say that. It is not for everyone. Not everybody can do it. As a matter of fact, it takes thinking beyond you. It takes thinking of, uh, of your higher good before you even decide to forgive someone. Because when you show someone mercy and forgiveness, you get to show them a piece of divine power. You get to show them the ultimate human divine connection that we have, which is the idea of feeling forgiveness and mercy even if I don't deserve it. Isn't that beautiful? You are so capable, based on what I already know about you. You're very capable, L, to do amazing things. And I want you to heal. You can hold on to the grudge. You're more than allowed to hold on to the anger. No, no, no one tell you that you need to move along from it fast. <laughs> you can hold on to it. But if you choose to turn it into something else useful something else that demonstrates mercy demonstrate higher elevated functioning then you are now upgraded spiritually emotionally mentally to another level because you're going beyond your emotions beyond what you feel entitled to feel you are doing what is the right thing. You are giving someone mercy when you were not afforded that yourself. <sighs> Fuck, what's better than that? I feel good about it if I do it. So, it is your choice. Whatever you decide to do, you're allowed to do it. You've experienced a lot of stuff that could make you angry and continue to carry on that, that way. But let me just tell you, get out of the idea that you somehow need to teach mom a lesson because you cannot teach that lesson. But you are the tool you are the tool to show divinity, show mercy in her presence. And how are you going to be that tool, that assistance to do so? Oh, man, I don't think, hey, if it's up to me, and if my anger is talking, oh, psh, your mom may not deserve the forgiveness. Sure, absolutely what she put you through. Absolutely. The fact that you want to do it is so fucking generous. It's just generous. It brings, it, it uplifts the human race a few notches, friend. So, I don't know how you're going to do it. But a little girl who was capable of surviving such intense chaos. And coming out good. Coming out on top, I think, deserves to feel the healing that comes from 
forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. You're onto something there, Al. <laughs> it's it ain't easy. It ain't easy. There's no special way to do it. You just do it or you don't do it. You forgive or you don't forgive. You show mercy or you don't show mercy. It's totally up to you. And both can be justified, friend. The idea is, what is the right thing to do for you? What is the right thing to do? In no way do I ever want you to lose your boundaries. If mom is toxic and if she's emotionally draining, please do the thing that you need to do to maintain safety. Okay? That always goes. But... The question is, are you able to allow mom to make changes in your presence? Are you able to allow her to show you that she's capable of a little more than what she gave before? I don't know. That's totally up to you. But thank you so much, Al, for bringing the story. And I hope I did it justice um, because you have an amazing story. And you definitely have a contribution to make to your community. And I know that you will. You already are with your story. So thank you so much for sending it to me. I appreciate it. And I love you for it. I know that everybody here that's listening is going to send you a lot of love and positivity and light. And meditate and pray for you. I know they will. And so be expecting and allowing of all the good stuff to come your way. There's not enough sorry that any parent can say that would take away the pain of what you went through L. not enough sorries so you deserve more you deserve to relieve yourself of this pain by giving yourself the biggest gift of all which is being the parent to yourself that you've always wanted to have the nurturing unconditional loving parent that you've always wanted to have that is possible from here on out you do that. You forgive yourself as many times as you like. You encourage yourself as many times as you like. You give yourself inner high fives all day long if you want it. Take as many breaks as you like and as many vacations as you want. You're it to you. You are there to complete you. So don't worry about anybody else giving you something. And especially a sorry that is never going to be enough, friend. Never. Never. Uh, and if you really need it on behalf of all the parents out there that get to love their children because they hear stories like yours and get to love their children extra today. Thank you so much and I'm so sorry for all the stuff that you were not able to experience as a child during your childhood. I'm sorry for your pain. I am sorry for all the expectations that you had and your disappointments. I'm sorry. <sighs> Give yourself the parent you've always wanted, well, you'll never ask for it from anyone ever again. You'll never be starving or thirsty for it. You've already fed yourself and given yourself enough water. I love you, El. This has been an episode of Drive Through.